Hello and welcome to the Whiskey Tango Radio Show. I'm your host, Whiskey Tango, and my mission is to add value wherever you are in your leadership journey. We've got an exciting show for you guys today. i got a good story to tell, but more specifically, I'm talking about the number one rule, the number one rule that successful people know. Let's get started. All right, so as mentioned previous, uh, today we're discussing what I believe is the number one rule that successful people know. And I'll just kind of give you guys the so what up front. I will tell you that it is my personal belief and my experience that when it comes to trying to get after your dream, that quitting is just not an option. And that's what I think successful people know. Now, I got some tips at the very end of this, uh, but before I get to the tips, I want to tell you guys a short story. Um, but the really the so what is there is no quitting when it comes to chasing down your dreams. So that's what we're discussing today. That is the point of the discussion. So it's Parescue Selection 2003. I'm fresh out of basic training. Um, prepared about a year to be in this program uh, prior to coming in the military. And um, uh, frankly, I was a little intimidated coming into the Parescue Selection. I'd prepped for that year sort of like working out but not really knowing exactly what I was going into uh, so I've, I finally finished basic training I get to pararescue selection and the first day is relatively vanilla or that's how I you know it started uh, they issue you equipment you kind of do this uh, initial physical fitness test you know with a three mile run push-ups pull-ups sit-ups and all that, you kind of know that that's coming. You know, the standards are, you know, relatively high. Three-mile run in 21 minutes, but nothing nothing too crazy. Uh, just sort of your standard uh, understanding of physical aptitude. And then they issue equipment, but, the you know, the kind of the tricky part or the scary part of the new part for me came once we got uh, to the pool where pararescue, you know, that's where they have their big washout rate. This 80 to 90 percent washout rate is always it's always in the pool. So <clears throat> their pool sessions consist of, you know, water confidence. They do weight belt swims and drown proofing where they, you know, tie your hands and feet and bob up and down. And you do these uh, underwater events where you swim underwater for a given distance or a certain number of intervals and reps on the surface but really all to say that they just take your oxygen away well the first i think event that really threw me was an event uh, called buddy breathing and so to kind of explain this event to you uh, they uh, pair you up in in buddy pairs and basically you guys link up in the deep end of the pool and you pass this snorkel back and forth so uh, it kind of teaches you the importance of, you know, relying on your buddy and uh, not being selfish, you know, passing the snorkel, you know, even even when you're uh, getting hammered to pass it back and forth. So it's all very strange to me. Like, I, I really didn't understand it. This was super new, never heard of it. You know, the Internet didn't give me any guidance in 2003. So I just kind of was going into this thing blind. But they're explaining it to me. Hey, go to the deep end you know, pair up with your buddy and, and just sort of like float there and pass the snorkel. No instructor harassment, you know, no dunking, no, uh, no anything crazy like that. Just, just practice buddy breathing. Well, 
you know, there's 85 of us. We swim to the deep end of the pool, pair up and, you know, find the person that I'm supposed to be with. And I'm, and I'm trying to figure out this new thing that they had buddy breathing with a very, you know, limited, um, explanation from the instructors ahead of time. So I'm, I'm, you know, basically treading water and passing, uh, the snorkel back and forth and imagine trying that you try to hold your breath and run down the street. It's just super difficult. Cause I was just, I was just doing the exercise, uh, all sorts of wrong. So, um, eventually I, I started popping up and down, you know, from the surface, which you're definitely not supposed to do, you know, and not breathing off the snorkel and not breathing with a buddy, you know, uh, to the dismay of the instructors. And they, they obviously noticed me, even though there's 85 people, you know, in the deep end of this pool, sort of cramped tight. Um, they see that I am, I'm the only one that is cheating and popping up and down. Uh, so obviously there's, they start calling me out. They're like, Hey, you uh, code number five, you uh, get out of the pool. And, uh, you know, they sort of start screaming at me Well, I'm like in this, uh, little kid mode. I'm trying to pretend like it's not happening. Like I didn't spill the milk. I didn't, uh, make this huge mistake. I'm just kind of like a <laughs> complete uh, denial, ignoring the situation and the instructor's yelling at me and hoping that it'll just kind of go away. So I'm staying underwater and I can hear their muffled screams. And at this point they're getting pissed cause I'm not listening to them. You know, they're kind of these instructor gods that are about to pour thunder on my head. And I'm just like, I'm I just, well, eventually it gets so loud and so obnoxious and, and, you know, there's like one gathered and then two gathered and then three gathered on the side of the pool. They're all screaming at me to get out. And so I'm like, okay, I think it's time. I've, I've definitely been caught. I, I better swim to the side of the pool. I've highlighted myself as this, sort of idiot that can't figure out how to buddy breathe. So I swim to the side of the pool. Uh, there's, there's four or five, like I said, they're, they're screaming at me to get out. I'm like, okay, hop out of the pool, Danny, you know, like, we're just going to weather this storm for a second. And then, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll make it out of this one on, on day one when no one else is highlighting themselves. I know, I know pretty much done the worst thing. So I hop out and they, they're like, all right, start knocking out flutter kicks. It's time for a smoke session. So if you guys aren't familiar with flutter kicks, you know, basically flat on your back, hands under your butt, um, start, start flutter kicking your feet in the air with your head off the, the concrete pool deck. So I start, start knocking out flutter kicks. They're like, all right, put your, put your mask, your dive mask on your face. So I put my dive mask on my face. You know, it's this 1980s black and yellow, you know, oval mask. And then they basically unwheel this garden hose, you know, turn the water on and they start flooding my mask with water. You know, so if you guys haven't done, you know, flooded mask drills where they flood your mask with water, basically it's to have the water come down the back of your nasal passes into your throat. And then you start kind of gagging on it, especially when they tell you to tilt your head back. And so you're sort of, you know, exercising and choking on water and, um, it's just all sorts of terrible. So, you know, I'm kind of experiencing this for the first time also now. And so flutter kicks, flooded masks, they're yelling at me, Hey, why are you cheating the exercise? We intentionally made this easy for you. Uh, what is it that you don't get? Are you stupid? Um, just like, okay, you know, I, I don't understand, but I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try and try my best to just kind of hang on through this, um, terrible moment. Um, 
And so like, all right, I got a, I got a better idea since you clearly don't understand the uh, buddy breathing. Why don't you grab your snorkel um, out of your Speedo, you know, that you're wearing and uh, put it in your mouth and, and we'll show you the easiest way to buddy breathe it. I'm like, oh, great. So put the snorkel in my mouth. You know, my, my mask is flooded with water. Put the snorkel in my mouth and then they basically jam the hose inside the snorkel, um, you know, so that they can tell me they're like now forcefully exhale out of your snorkel so you eject the water and so of course you know i'm half listening half trying to do flutter kicks half drowning at this point uh so i just begin throwing up uh on my lucky charms and french toast breakfast all over my uh gray air force swim shirt uh and speedo as i'm doing flutter kicks and it pretty much just keeps going on like this. I think they wanted to make an example out of me. It's like, hey, when you don't listen, uh, we're just going to make your life just completely uh, terrible. Uh, so it just kept going. I just, you know, vomit, flutter kicks, water, charging snorkel, uh, repeat for the next five minutes until they were like, all right, he's in a super sad state. He surprisingly has not quit yet. And so we're going to tell them to recover, get back in the water and buddy breathe. And so they're like, all right, recover. And then, you know, and I, so I look, you know, I'm sitting up, I'm on the side of the pool and like go back in the water and find your buddy. And, and so I, I can't see cause I have, you know, my uh, dive mask is filled with water. So I go to dump out my mask and apparently there's an unspoken rule at Indoc. Again, this is, this is day one, right? There's an unspoken rule at Indoc that you have to, get rid of all of your water while you're underwater, which I know it's counterintuitive to most of us. It was counterintuitive to me at the time, but they want you to clear your mask underwater and there's a way to do it, but I didn't know this. Uh, so I dumped out my mask on the surface and immediately they got upset and I kind of started all over back on my back, flutter kicks, hose comes into the mask, snorkel goes back in the mouth, more vomit, more throwing up and I was just in this drowning machine of terribleness. I'm the only one, the only one out of 85, you know, students or hundred students or however many we started with that cannot figure out this buddy breathing exercise. The instructors, I feel like they just hate my guts. And I, frankly, I don't know how to survive. I feel like I had this dream that I'd been going for for like a year and a half that I've been training and preparing for. And now on the first day, I'm just this epic failure. And that was, yeah, that was my first pool session. It went on the second iteration of that went on for a few, a uh, few more minutes before the instructors basically said, Hey, this guy's had enough. He's in a sad state enough vomit. And we don't know how, and I don't know how uh, he hasn't quit yet. So they kind of called the exercise and then, we proceeded on with the rest of the uh, water confidence training in the pool. And yeah, that was my first day at Indoc. I mean, I can still remember that the pool session, they were kind of doing this debrief afterwards. They kind of turned to me. They were like, hey, who was that idiot on buddy breathing? I, who, yeah, sergeant raised my hand. I was like, hey, that was, that was me. They were like, hey, good on you uh, for not quitting. And I can still remember thinking in that moment, I was almost like, outside of my head, like somewhere distant. I was like, I don't think I can do this. This is 10 weeks. Like, how am I going to call my parents? And I'm going to call my girlfriend and just tell them that I couldn't complete this dream, this thing that I'd wanted to be 
uh, for, for most of my life. And maybe you guys feel like that out there. Maybe you feel like there's this dream and you've just run into this major obstacle and you're like, how do I reconcile getting better? How do I, how do I get over this hump? How do I do it? Uh, well, I've got a few tips for you guys. I've got, uh, some things that I think can help you, uh, get through that moment of where you're like, I failed. I don't want to give up. I'm going to cling to my dream, but I don't know how to move forward. How do I move forward uh, in this moment? So, so, so these are three tips that I got for you guys uh, to talk about today. So tip number one uh, is 100% that you have to find your beret, right? So for me, uh, pararescue was this like defining moment in my 19-year-old uh, mind, right? Like that's who I thought I was supposed to be. So when you hit these obstacles, I think it's really just important to be like, no, this is my purpose. Like, what is your purpose? What is your conviction that you have in your life? Like, what will you do, whatever it takes uh, to earn that thing? I think for you personally, you really just have to define your success in something that you truly believe in in order to just like meet resistance and say, no, I will not give up. I will not blow the horn. I feel convicted that this is who I'm supposed to be. So that would be tip number one. So I would say tip number two, tip number two is going to be to find your buddy. So I, you know, I talked about how I swam away from my buddy that day. You know, I kind of failed to relax. I didn't understand uh, how to buddy breathe, but I think if you're going to chase after something that you truly believe in, like it's just so much easier to do it when you're not alone. Um, so, you know, when you have a buddy to kind of get your back, it just makes it 10 times easier to chase after and succeed in life. You know, like we talk about high performing teams or, you know, coworkers or something, or maybe you got somebody outside of your organization or maybe you got a, a, a your marriage partner or or whoever it may be, but figure out who your buddy is and make sure that you uh, cling tight to them. All right, so that's tip number two. Tip number two, find your buddy. So that's going to lead us into tip number three. All right, so tip number three is to find feedback. So for me, I had this like terrible experience in the pool. Right, I I miserably failed. I I wasn't sure what happened. I you know, had heinous repercussions with the instructors afterwards. And so, you know, what I, what I kind of didn't talk about is what happened after the, I got out of the pool. Well, eventually we made it back to the dorms and I had to kind of sheepishly go find some friends and say, Hey man, like, I just don't understand this buddy breathing thing. Can you just help me out? So that that's kind of like this humbling thing, right? To be like, Hey, I'm not smart enough. I don't understand. Like, what am I supposed to do? What am I doing wrong? Like, and so tip number three is to find feedback. Uh, so we, you have to kind of squash your pride on this one uh, because you really need that outside expert feedback to look into your life and, and just tell you what you're doing wrong uh, in pursuit of this successful thing. So just to kind of wrap things up, all right, so, so today I told you the number one thing uh, that successful people do, and that's flat out they do not blow the horn there is no horn when you're chasing after your dreams there is no quitting 
there is no giving up. You know, that was something that was instilled in us, um, in selection, you know, like every day when we left, we had to slap the sign and say, who yeah, never quit. Uh, so, so there is no quitting, uh, when you're chasing after your dreams. Uh, and then the three tips of how do you do that? Number one, find your beret, AKA find your purpose. What are you going to, what are you getting after? What breaks your heart? What is convicting to you? Number two, don't do it alone. Find your buddy. All right. Who is going to ride this journey out with you? Who is your ride or die person? All right. And then number three, when you hit those failure points, you got to find feedback, find that expert, the person that knows how to do things the correct way and, and humble yourself and say, I screwed this up and I need your help. And I promise you those three tips will get you going and then will make you um, get miles after uh, chasing down your dream. And, and, and that is what successful people know. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. If if you did and you want more uh, show notes or written story, go check out my blog at whiskeytangopj.com. Thanks for listening uh, and for making me a part of your day. Y'all take it easy.